you know, sometimes I still like contemplate, wonder, like really just contemplate the existence of my life about why I even asked you to start this with me. I mean, that's a legitimate question and a legitimate concern. Um, and I'm kind of wondering if maybe you shouldn't see someone about that. Like, yeah, I like, talk to a therapist about, yeah. hey, you know, I'm terrified of the paranormal and you want to know what I just did? I just contacted my BFF and was like, you know what we should do? Yeah. We should start a paranormal podcast. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, as I was doing the research on this first topic, it was late at night. I was like so excited, right? Like I yeah. was doing oh, all the yeah. research. And then I, I just started getting so paranoid. Oh, yeah. Like I'm like... Did something just walk down the hallway? Like, why am I doing this? Like, I am losing my mind because it's freaking me out reading all this god-awful haunted stuff. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, this is it. This is probably going to be for, like, maybe the next year, like, to commit to this. Yeah. This is my life now. So, like, I've made, like, a like a guideline of, like, I right. can't research when the sun goes down. Like, it has to be, like, two, like, two hours before the sun goes down. Yeah, because, I mean, the existential dread can't set in until after the sun goes down. It's just a, a rule of the universe. <laughs> so, like, researching during the day is fine because you're like, oh, it's sunshiny outside. Ghosts don't, aren't real. No, <laughs> everything's light, fine. The light shines the, uh, the, uh, the truth on the lie of ghosts. But then when yeah. the sun goes down, it's like, no, ghosts are real. And it's like, oh, my house just settled. That's a demon. That's a Which, demon. It could be. You don't know. Listen, I don't want to talk about the ghost of my house being a okay. demon. I just want it to be a ghost, not a demon. I don't I mean, want I don't it to know. go to that level. I don't know. You don't know what happens in, you know, spooky places. Uh, bottles get flipped. Right, yeah, yeah. Bottles. Flip, bottle flipping. Bottle flip bullshit That's, in your room and you come yeah. in and there's a bottle in the middle of your room completely flipped over. Yeah, yeah. It was not my cat. Yeah. Even though my dad tried to argue I mean, that. It was, no, it was a bottle pulled out from the center of the pile, center of the recycle pile, pulled out in the center of my room. Yeah. Upside down. Yeah, which obviously your cat did with his opposable thumbs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Still and, regret not taking a picture of that. Yeah, well. I mean, but I don't want to remember that, that yeah. that happened in my room. If it was yeah. somewhere else in the house, I would be like, hell yeah, pose for me, baby. Right. But <clears throat> no, not in yeah. my room. No, no, not, no. No. Anything that happens in your like sanctified safe place, it's like, uh, I get fucked. Nope. Mm -mm. I just nope. drop kicked about that. I just drop kicked that. Because like, I, f I walked in on it and I was like... Because I keep the I mm -hmm. keep a little recycling patch in my room because yeah. my dad just throws plastic away and that bothers me, right? Right. Because yeah. I, I like to yeah. recycle, save the yeah. earth, save the turtles. Yeah. So I keep I keep like a little just a little stash. Like I keep a Walmart bag mm -hmm. and I fill it up with plastics that I clean out. And then once it gets full, I tie it off and haul it to the um, recycling center when I go to the gym. Mm -hmm. So I had a little pile of bottles, and in the center of the bottle was I remember it was a uh, Prairie Farm chocolate milk bottle. Yeah. Right. So I imagine Prairie Farm is burned into your mind forever. Oh, I now. know exactly yeah. what that bottle looks like now. Yeah. Upside down. <laughs> so that that particular bottle was pulled out of the center of the pile. Right. Okay. So not even like the edge. Right. And it and I actually tried to push the bottle back into that and it was uh -huh. hitting the other bottle. So it had uh -huh. to have been picked up out of the stack. Right? right. So it was picked up out probably a foot and a half, two feet away from the pile, flipped mm -hmm. upside down in front of my closet. And I, I walked in and I saw that. I was like, oh, hell no. I turned around and walked back down the hallway. I was like, oh, like I found my dad. And I was like, I, I, need, you to, I, I need you to come here. I yeah. need you to come see this because I have to ask you something. Yeah. So he's like, what? So he gets up and follows me. I was like, did you do this? <laughs> did, did you do this? I need, I, I need, look, look, eye to eye right yeah. now. Did you do Give this? Give me your eyes. Did yeah, you do look this? at me. Did you do this? I need to know. And he was like, 
he was like he knows how i am with ghosts right. he oh, knows because sure. this has been like a constant ongoing thing that has happened right, yeah. in this house right yeah he's not just doing it to fuck with you no like, he does yeah. not because he knows how i get right so he's like no He's like, it was the cat. I was like, you and I both know. I was like, did that cat grow opposable thumbs? I don't think so. Right. So he just kind of like, he's like, just like, he's like, just, and I just, okay. I was like, okay. And I just drop kicked the bottle and I was like, we're not doing this. Not happening. Not in my room. So, because that was the first time something happened in my room. Because everything is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was the first time something happened in my room. So I was like, no, no, I don't want to take a picture of this. This is not what I want to do right now. So. Um, yeah, because usually it's in the hallways or in the kitchen. Really just this intersection right here yeah. between the front door, the living room, the hallway to the bedrooms, yeah. and the kitchen. So yeah, like the other end of the house is fine, right? Yeah, that yeah. side, yeah. great. This side, where the bedrooms are. Right, of course. No. So yeah. don't don't mess with that. So uh, my father knows how I am with the paranormal because, yeah, this has been going on. Right. Especially yeah, it's was, not new. It's not new. Yeah, no, I remember the first time I came here. Like you've I been asked you yes. to come with me because right. I was like, I'm a home alone. I hate this. <laughs> yeah. And you were like, hey, so uh, like you, you told me stories before. So like I had a pretty good background of like things that had happened or whatever, but you hadn't told me where they happened. No, I did that on purpose. Right. So like the first time I walk into the house, I'm like petting all over your dumb dog. And I'm like, okay, this dog's great. Everything's fine. I'm sitting on the floor Four. I remember with this. my back toward the, this hallway that we're talking about. Yes. And... Everything is fine. And then all of a sudden, all of the hair on my body is like, everything is fucking off. I was watching you to see if you were going to look. Dude. And like, I turned around and there was a light on in the hallway and everything was fine. That light stayed on. It's like a normal fucking hallway, right? Except like, I just, something freaked me out. And I was like, I don't, I don't know why. And I don't think I told you about it until later. But I was like, hey, where's the spooky place in your house? The hallway. Yeah, and I was like, okay, yeah, what's the hallway? That makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's real creepy. Yeah. It's just the hallway, wooden yeah. floors. You know, we redid the paint probably yeah. like, mm, probably like less than 10 years ago. Yeah, like, I mean, like it's a it's pretty a, normal house. It's a, yeah. Everything is fine, Every- but it was dark outside and spooky. Yep, so it's dark, so that's yeah. why we don't do podcast research. When it's dark. Dark times. Yeah, so I ended up um, officially, I know I had to like mention in passing, but I was through the podcast and yeah. he was just like, Okay, great. It walked <laughs> off. So I was like, all right, I need to like one-on-one. Like, yeah. give me your eyes. We're going to talk about this. Yeah. Every um, conversation with your dad has to go that way. <laughs> give me your eyes. Look at me. Look at me. Tell me. Make sure you're acknowledging my existence. Um, <laughs> so I knew exactly how this was going to play oh, out. So sure. I was like, I'm okay with this. So I'm like, hey, I'm starting a podcast. <laughs> and so he like, you know, all right, what's it about? And I'm like, ghost. <laughs> Just like that. With that face. And I knew I knew when I said that he was going to be like, what the fuck? Why? Why? <laughs> why? So he gives me that face of like, are you shitting me? Like, are you serious? Because <laughs> he knows he's having flashbacks right. of like all the all the shit that's yeah. happened in this house. Yeah. So so he doesn't say anything. So I'm like, well, well, you know, like haunted places, right. ghosts. Yeah. And he's like, are you shitting me? <laughs> he's like. You're a chicken. You're terrified of ghosts. Why are you making a pot? He's like, there was a grasshopper in your room the other night and you were in here screaming. He's like, ghost grasshopper, ghost grasshopper, ghost grasshopper. (laughs) Which, to be fair, you did send me a picture of that grasshopper. Fuck that grasshopper. So he just says that and walks down the hallway. And of course, I'm just laughing. And I'm like, but you're not wrong. That's the hurting part. (laughs) 
So, uh, so I just, I told him, so I told him, but he, I don't think he's happy because, you know, he knows how I get because oh, he's, sure. he's one who like has to deal with the light being on at night yeah. and this, this, that, and the other. But now I just, I get to the point where I'm like, I don't care. I love, like, I'm 26 years old. I can't handle not losing sleep. I'm just right. going to roll over. Yeah. I don't care. Like, if it happens, I'll get over it. It's fine. Yeah. Turn the fucking light off when you're done. I'm going back to sleep. Yeah. Just pay the rent. Pay if the you can rent. Flip the if you're going to flip switch. the bottle, like, if you're going to turn off the sink, pay rent. Yeah. If you can manifest although, and walk down the hallway, pay rent. Yeah. I mean, although if they turn off the sink, that's saving you, like, wa- the saving on your water bill. So, uh, I mean, that's polite, that's I what guess. I, that's what I told my dad. Because, yeah. like, you know. If they turn it on, that's where the issue is. That's where the issue is. Yeah. Like, don't don't waste the water. Save yeah. the turtles, please. Right. Like, yeah. don't do not do that. So, yeah. you know, fun stuff. Uh, yeah. So, you but, know, the, but the point it's, is. It's fun. Yeah. But not when it's in your house. Right. Yeah. No, when it's in somebody else's house. Okay, great. Like, let's we bring can talk about that shit board. all day. Let's bring in the, the little radio. What's it yeah. called? The radio. Which radio? The, the spear box? Yeah, spear box. Yeah, that one that I'm you. not going to make. You gotta fucking make me one. <sighs> please. I'm up. <laughs> I'm upset because I know how to make it. Right. And I don't. It'd be so good. It's so, I think it's because it's loud. It's because why I don't like it. Oh, yeah, no, it's super loud and like spooky just in and of itself because like the scanning through radio frequencies, like you'll catch bits of like radios, s- radio stuff. So it has to go at such a fast pace for it to not Do trick that. you into thinking, oh, somebody's saying something and they're actually not. <sighs> so, yeah. But yeah, we'll make talk. Me one. We'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Gimme. Maybe. Gimme. I won't do it in your house. Okay. It, in mine? I won't do it in oh, your I house. Oh, I thought you said you were going to do it. I was like, get out. <laughs> no, you'll never make it for me if I do it in your house. Like one stipulation. I maybe, we'll talk uh-huh. like maybe Christmas time I'll make okay, it. Okay, that's reasonable. Cool. You can't do it in my house, please. Okay. Don't, yeah, no, don't make no. it worse. No, I'm I not need doing to that sleep here. I need to stay here till after the pandemic. Like, yeah, no. Just- no, 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 no. We'll go to like a haunted ass cemetery or some shit. The witch cemetery down yeah. the road. Yeah, we'll do that. I'll maybe contact the owners and see if we can like go there. And do that. Yes, respectfully. Because yeah. I'm thinking like, oh, we're going to get murdered. That's yeah. nice. No, 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 no. No, that is the opposite of what I want to do. I want to like Zach Bagans this shit and like. Like legitimately, legally. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe get like law enforcement nearby. Maybe yeah. like. Or just let, let us sign waivers to like stand on your property. And just stand. Do stuff. That's it. Like we're going to fuck with anything. Just I want to see if I can talk to Contact some spooky stuff. Spirits. That's all I want to do. So, yeah. I would do that because I, I used to do some like dumb shit and like break into things when I was younger, like haunted places. Oh god! Uh, so why? Like why? Why? Like why? Like, like the thought, like breaking into a place to be like, oh right. look how cool this place is. Right. Great. Not breaking, like no, me, like intentionally my, haunted. From my biased opinion yeah. of fuck anything that's haunted. Right. Why would you break into a place? That is haunted. Because when what when is the mindset? Tell, like, let me into your brain for a second. So, Tell so me when, when you're like 16 or whatever. I don't even remember how old I was, but whenever you're that age, you're like, oh, number one, I am invincible. Mm. Uh, number two. I've seen all this stuff, like, you know, fake things in movies and whatever. And, like, you can tell it's, like, CGI. Um, I want to see, like, real stuff, you know? Like, I want to see what that ha- what that is, what happens. Like, because I'm, I'm a very empirical person. So if it's not, if, if like, I can't weigh, measure, like, yeah, weigh, measure, or count something, mm-hmm. it's not real. So I want to see it happen. I want to, like, be able to physically see it, like, with my eyeballs. So... That's why I was like, hey, let's go into this super spooky house in this super spooky, um, what was it? It was a field. It was a field that had, like, cows in it. 
How and is it was that an old spooky? farmhouse? Oh, right? okay. I was about to say, like, why is that spooky? It's old, just a field. Bro, old dilapidated farmhouse, right? Okay. Like, yeah. This yeah. is this was uh, a place that's behind my mom's house. Um so yeah, like this farmhouse Where? Where it doesn't exist anymore. Okay, I was about to say, because yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. where behind your mom's house. Bro, I'll I will I will get there. So um it was my brother and I, and both of us like grew up. My mom's not overly like, let me tell you about all the spooky stuff I've seen, but she thinks it's real. We got a couple of conversations since where it's like, oh, okay, yeah, if like, you know. If your mom you thinks it's up. real, then it, right. oh, God. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So, because she's not the kind of person that you would expect to think any of that's real. No, that's, I actually didn't. When you right. said, like, she told you stories, I was like, yeah. what? Oh, yeah. So, like, we were, I didn't have any idea. My brother and I went out in this field. I was like, oh, God, I guess I was younger than 16. I think it was maybe, like, 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. And... We go into this field, and we're walking around, and we see this old-ass dilapidated farmhouse, right? Like- What kind of farmhouse? It's just dilapidated. Like, it's small. It's all- Fuck you. <laughs> don't make fun of my words, you dick. It's a real word. Dilapidated. So, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> do you want me to define it? I'll Google it. No, it's fine. Um, so, we walk out to this farmhouse, and, like, there was no steps- uh, Like, it was wooden. There were no steps up to it, because they had rotted away. Oh, Okay. So, like, it really old. So, we end up climbing in through a downstairs window, right? Because that's a good idea. So, okay. this this thing, it looks on the inside like it was maybe abandoned in the 50s or the 60s. Okay. And I'm like, how how the hell is this thing still standing, number one? But number two, like, the stairs, to it was a two-story farmhouse. You couldn't go up the stairs to go to the second level because they had just rotted. But, Why are all the stairs rotting in this place? Okay. Right? So... Everything downstairs was all, like, it was dust covered and it was dirty, but it was still put together. Like, there were still paintings on the walls. But the stairs rotted out. Right. Okay, I'm still on the stair. That No, that's issue, fine. Okay, I, I'm thinking about it. It's like, okay, that's really crazy because the, like, there was a rug on the floor that you couldn't tell what the pattern was, but it, it, it wasn't rotten. It hadn't deteriorated that's, any further. It's still gross. Yeah. And then there was, like, these wingback chairs mm. that you could still tell what the, like, old material was. There were still plates in the cupboard. And, like, it was did, crazy. Wait, so did these people just, like, straight, like, I have no this idea. place and walked out? I have like, no what? idea. That's what made it so sketchy. Because I was like, I don't understand. Because, like, we didn't go in there thinking, oh, this place is haunted. It was just like, oh, okay. That's that's cool. Let's go look at it. Because we like old stuff. That's, that's nifty. Let's walk in. So we're looking around and like there's, of course, a chimney because it was old and, you know, fire stove thing. Iron stove thing, whatever. <laughs> so it looked like... Fireplace. Yes, that word. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So like it looked as if the sh- some of the shingles on the top of the house had come down through the chimney. Like that part had collapsed down and oh, in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like the only thing that besides the dust and the dirt on the inside in the living room uh, that made it look like, you know, it's not just not been cleaned was the, the inside was covered in like shingles and dirt and stuff from down through the chimney mm-hmm. and everything else was fine and my brother and i were walking around and we were just looking at stuff and we we're like oh this is really cool that's weird that like some of the cabinets are open and then there's like plates and stuff still in there yeah you know that's really strange mm-hmm. so we're just standing there looking around um my brother goes into the living room and i'm still standing in the kitchen and no shit one of the cabinet doors creaks open and, and goodbye. The, the and that's it. Bro, no, like, I stood there. Wait, no, it gets worse? It gets worse. Like, the, the cabinet creaked open. And then, like, like the cabinets weren't flat. 
like how they would be because, you know, they're old. They had like sunken in at the back a little bit. Okay. Right? Okay. So all of those plates that were kind of tilted down toward the back of the cabinet fell the fuck out onto the floor. So I don't know what to do. I'm just panic there, and like, run out. Like, that's what you what's do. Happening? <laughs> like, I don't understand what I just saw. My brother comes running in and is like, what the fuck did you do? And I'm like, I haven't moved. I, what do you mean? And like, it's the middle of summer. It's like 90 degrees outside. I swear to God, it felt like it was 65 in there. Like, ooh, walking into my apartment cold. Ooh, right. Yeah, cold. So plates are on the floor. They're all shattered. I'm like, I don't know what just happened. And I'm kind of freaked out. And my brother was like, you didn't do that? And I was like, I, did you hear me move? And he goes, no. Because no. the floorboards are old and creaky. And he was like, okay, let's go home. I was like, the time to leave. Okay, that sounds great. So, like, I didn't scream, but I was like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. Like, I've never expected something like Wait, that. Wait, so, like, did you watch that happen? Yeah. I would lose my yeah. fucking mind. Yeah. So, like, it, it wasn't like they all got pushed out at once, either. It was like somebody had, like, put their hand underneath and started tilting, and they just fell out one at a time. So. Out the closest window. That's what you do. That's the yeah, appropriate just, response is, no. all right, where's the closest exit? Window? Cool. Out yeah, that. Yeah. Right bye. now. Head first. Yeah. Straight so, through the window. So that was the, the my earliest uh, paranormal experience that I can remember that shaped me being like, oh, ghosty. That was fucking crazy. Let's see what else happens. So here we are. Thankfully, nothing in my house has ever been to that level like yeah. destruction yeah circling back around to why you've never seen that house um so in that new neighborhood behind my mom's house yeah um that was the field right okay and that's what i was gonna say is those yes, houses yes. so obviously the houses um, have been built on the field so there is a tree that was standing next to the house it was the only tree in the whole place right mm-hmm. so i know exactly where that house was i know exactly where it sat it was next to like a little brook like exactly where that bitch is so there is a house yes. that is built, like they demolished that old farmhouse. Uh-huh. That tree is still fucking there. Yeah. And then there is a house right smack dab in the middle where that house was. Well, that house is now haunted. That house has been sold six times. <gasps> yeah. Fun oh, fact. That, oh, that's great. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. It's so, haunted. Yeah. That's all I needed to so know. So here we are. Yeah. Because the, the fucking china plates that had little pink and blue flowers around the outside. Like, I remember what those bitches look like. <laughs> Because, like, slow motion spilling out of the fucking cabinet, uh, like, onto the floor. So, that's my ghosty story. Hmm. <laughs> that was my first uh, paranormal experience and why I was like, oh, yeah, this shit's real. Okay. Okay, cool. Let's look into it a little more. That sucks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That was that was scary. Like, it was wild. This house was definitely my first paranormal. So, like, mm-hmm. the ghost that I've been talking about is definitely, like, what I'm referring to in this mm-hmm. house. Because even growing up here, like like you said, like having yeah. that eerie feeling, like it was eerie as hell. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's all like, I hate going to my dad's room for some yeah. odd reason. It's worse in my dad's room. Yeah. So I don't go in there that often. So I think the actual first experience that I had mm-hmm. is what I told you with this ghost is that I was sitting at the table. It was like my freshman year of high school. So mm-hmm. like I was 14. Yeah, it was before I was, no, no, I was 15 because I remember I had my license and I was like, I want so I was sitting at the kitchen table and my uh, binder was open with my homework. I was doing my yeah. history homework. U.S. US history. I remember it. <laughs> and I remember my binder was out. And I'm really particular about how I place things mm-hmm. on the table because I want to be able to like reach and there it is. And like I just have a habit of doing that. So I remember my phone is always out on the table, like up on the table. So binder open and my phone is at the top left corner of the binder. Yeah. Um. So that's there. I'm working on my homework and my headphones are on. Mm-hmm. 
And I remember thinking, oh, I need my book for this. I don't remember, so I need to go get whatever. It's in my room. So get up from the table, and I walk down that hallway. Yeah. And I remember hearing through my music on my headphones the sound of, like, what I thought in my head was a plastic TV remote hitting the ground, you know, click clacking across the hardwood floor. Yeah. And my dad's saying something. So I kind of chalked it up to something like my dad dropped the remote and yelled all damn it whatever mm-hmm. so i come back and i've got my book i sit down and i notice my phone is missing yeah and i think the hell so then I, I remember i hear the plastic hit the floor so i get up and i look under the table okay yeah, mind not you, like to the side no like mind you i was i walked back to the table yeah. and i didn't see anything out of the out of the ordinary so i right. look under the table and there is my phone okay okay my alias two okay, okay. i remember so, what phone it is so what happened is your phone phased through the table is the only explanation to me it just what vibrated at whatever frequency and went through the table but yes. no it wasn't yes. it wasn't I mean, if it bounced yeah maybe maybe but okay. it wasn't like exactly underneath it right was okay. further under the table okay. well, that's worse mm, right it that's was worse. it was uncomfortably under the under table. the table like farther like away from where i was sitting so I take off my headphones. I see my phone on the my phone on the floor. I'm like, what? So I pull off my headphones. Yeah. Ask my dad, and he he's sitting right there behind right. me, but the wall in the positioning of the couch is in such a way that he could not have seen it, but right. easily heard it. Yeah. Um. So I take a couple steps into his view, and I'm like, did you did you knock my phone on the floor? Like, I know yeah. that's a dumb question, but like, what? My yeah. phone is under the table. He goes, no, that was me yelling at you. I thought you threw your phone under the table. Like, you were yeah. mad or something. I was like, no, I wouldn't throw a, like, you know, $500 piece of technology out of right. frustration. But yeah, uh, besides no, the point, but besides the point was not me because I was down the hallway getting yeah. my book. And he was like, and we're getting up. Now. Okay. So he, he gets up and he's like, wait, what do you mean it was under the table? So I show him where it was under yeah. the table. And he's like, uh, that doesn't sound right. Well, so he's, he much. asked me, do you have any text messages? Like, do you right. have a phone call? And I'll open my phone because that's that was what my first it burst right. off the table, right? So yeah. that was my also first thought. So I checked my phone. No, no one's texted me. No one called me. And I was like, well, let's let's see what happened. So I put yeah. my phone back on the table how it was. Yeah. And he called it, and the phone would just vibrate in a circle. It would just spin in a circle, and wouldn't oh, it wasn't lovely. moving like yeah. any direction. So yeah. Oh, that was the first real one for yeah. me. That was all that I needed. Of course, that's what yep. stemmed from, like, my dad knowing that I hate ghosts because I was yeah. a wreck after that. Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, also, you were you were young and that's in your home. In your like, home. Yeah, for me, my experience was spooky, but, I mean, it was... Not in your home. Yeah, it was like a quarter of a mile from my house. It was it was like, it's, ah, it's enough distance. I don't have to worry about it. That's not a big deal. Like, whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's like a, at my kitchen table. Yeah, no. Really sucked. Which is like 20 feet from your room. Yep. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, no, thanks. Um, well, that's what I said. Out. So that was that was a light on night. That was yeah. a, that was lights on. Yeah, shut door. Yeah, that's oof. Blankets over the head. The yeah. demons can't see you. That's true. I mean, if you don't move, they're like T Rexes. They can't see you. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! And with that, yeah, let's tell our stories. <laughs> Ooh. Who's going to go first? Okay. So I have the magical quarter that I found on the floor. Oh, it's a magical quarter? Yeah. Because okay. it was on the floor. Oh, okay. A uh, floor quarter. Floor quarter. Yeah. I didn't find it on the floor, but I'm going to imagine I found it on the floor. A floorder. Um, okay. Heads or tails? Uh, tails. Because dead ass. 
You know, I say things just for the shock expression. I, yeah. I wish you guys could see her expressions because they're so good. They're so they good. They get me every time because I'm like, yeah. did she, did you say that? Because like also yeah. it takes me a second like, yeah, that ass, it's a coin. What do you, oh. Oh, tails. Because like I, in my head, you know, a little 15 year old me is like, it's, it's a eagle. What do you mean that ass? <laughs> that, that eagle's ass, you know what I mean? No. <clears throat> no one knows what no. I mean. It's fine. Okay. All right. What did uh-huh. you say? What did, I said tails. tails. Okay. Tails. Don't, don't say. Okay. I miss heads. I go first. Ah, tell me that story. Try and spook me. Ah. See what happens. There right. we go. So the story that I have brought to the table today is okay. actually my favorite story. It's okay. my favorite place in the whole wide right. world. And I say whole wide world because okay. it's actually not in the U.S. I'm going to say this. Okay. And it's going to be wrong. That's because okay. uh, Ghost Hunters International went here. Yeah. And I tried to listen to how it's pronounced. Uh-huh. I can't. It's not going to happen. So okay, fair enough. I'm going to say it, and I know it's probably not pronounced correctly. I don't have the accent. So it's called Puska Castle. Okay. 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 It's in the Czech Republic. Okay. I have to remember, I had to think, like, what is what is the current term? Czechia, yeah. Czech Republic? It's there. So Huska, because I, I Googled it, because I was like, there's no way that's house castle, right? Right. you know, in romantic languages, like, it's somewhat close to house. I'm like, there's no way Huska is house Right. So I Googled it. It means bun or roll, like oh. bread, right? Oh. So I was like, why is it? But roll makes more sense because the way that the castle is built okay. is it's an actual circle. Oh. Like a roll. Oh, so bun castle. That's what we're going to call it. Cool. <laughs> bun castle. Bun castle. Sweet roll castle. Sweet, there we go. Sweet Take roll it back to bun castle. It's a perfect square. Oh, square bun. Yeah. So loaf. It's a loaf. No. <laughs> Don't make bread references this whole entire time. I'll do my best. So, so the the structure of what is left of the castle, mm-hmm. because some parts of it were torn down over yeah. the centuries that it's been built. Okay. Um, so basically, the general structure of the castle is it's a perfect square, but mm-hmm. there's a courtyard in the center. Okay. So it's open in the center, and then just a perfect okay. so square. What are those called? Battlements? Ramparts? The things, like, surround the courtyard. Is that, like, a normal construction, or... Do you know? I have I no don't. idea. I don't. I don't. Okay. I'm not. I'm not uh, up to speed of constructions yeah. of castles. Me neither. But I'm not a so, castle person. So I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna come back to that actually okay. because this is not a normal castle. Everything Ooh. about this castle does not make sense. Okay. Perfect. Um, Even better. So let me let me start with the history of how this castle came to be. So it is a Gothic castle, okay. which it was originally designed to look like, built in the late 13th century. Mm-hmm. So the 1200s. Yeah, that's, so, that's a long so fucking time So that's like ago. an 800-year-old castle. Jesus. Pushing it. It's actually, I think it said one of the oldest castles to date. That has oh, wow. been upkeeped, yeah. upkept as well as it has been. Yeah. So it's was built during, you know, late 13th century under the Bohemian rule of, I'm going to butcher this. I terribly apologize. Autocar, that's wrong. The second of Bohemia. Okay. okay so cool. the location of this castle is one hour north of Prague. Okay, that that is a that is a word that I recognize. Yes, so everyone Perfect. knows Prague. <laughs> I still hope I'm saying that right. I just I don't know why I started off in a, in a place not in the U.S. so I can pronounce everything wrong. But here we are. Uh, it's fine. So the original purpose of this castle was to have this Bohemian ruler have a centralized local castle to manage all of the royal estates. Okay, right? so a cent- centralized building. That's that's what it's supposed to be, right? Okay, which is pretty common for the era. Yeah, so, yeah. like, it makes sense. Yeah. Like, you know, you have acres upon acres. You don't have landlines. You don't have cell phones. You have you don't have Twitter, right? right? So you need a building, a whole building to manage your estates. How yeah. fancy are you? So 
the castle is built on a dead ass hill, like a rock slide. Like okay. it's like if you look at it, if you pulled up a picture of it, it's on like wall mm-hmm. straight down is the cliff. So and it's built on a steep, Damn. rocky limestone cliffside okay. over the years. So obviously it's not owned by the same ruler. Right. Right. So yeah. the ownership of the castle has transferred a lot. Uh, went through renovations, went through areas of despair for per- reasons. Yeah. Um, so it's been renovated, I think, during the Renaissance era. Whoever was in charge, in charge, whoever ruled the land at that time, mm-hmm. redid the castle uh, more renaissance So it went yeah. from a Gothic to a Renaissance style. So now, so now the house is owned by the castle, not house, the, the Bun Castle, mm-hmm. is owned by <laughs> President of Skoda. Which okay. is also probably pronounced wrong. So the president of a of a company, it's a conglomerate of a bunch of industries in that in that region, bought the bought the castle. Okay. So it would stop being passed around and just get it back up to date. Right. And now the descendants of that president own the castle. Um, that person was also featured on Ghost Hunters International. Okay, so that's that would pretty make cool. Sense yeah. Too. So yeah. basically, as of now, you can tour the castle. Ooh. You can set it up. Uh, the fellow, their last name is McGee. McGee? McGee is their last name. Okay. They are managers of the property. The owner of the property doesn't really do too much with the place. Just yeah. put in these managers. And so you can contact the managers. Fly out there and tour right. the place. So, Which, I mean, it's, it's pretty standard for when you own something and, like, it's just the thing you own. It's yeah. not something you're overly invested in. Right. So that when makes you, sense. When you own an 800-year-old castle, what right. can you do with it? Yeah, it's I mean, haunted. Tours. Let's do tours, right? Yeah. That's just you what can't you can't renovate it and, like, send it, like, let people live in it or yeah. whatever. So that makes sense. So so now the particular – that was that was the whole reason that's, yeah. like, a short, like, cliff notes of, okay. about the castle. So that's what the castle was supposed to be built for. Okay. okay, so now when you're also thinking castle, you're like, okay, like built in the 1300s, a, a defensive structure, yeah. like a point of interest, like there's a purpose for a castle being yeah. built. Actually, no, this oh. castle does not make sense. Why Why it's there, nothing about this castle makes sense. So there is no water source to this castle. What the fuck? I think currently, maybe currently, yeah. but when it was built, so I'm talking when this castle yeah. was built, there's no water source. There's no well, there's... No, no running water. It's on a cliffside. There's no water, right? Yeah, because um, everything runs down, right? Not, not up. up. So unless you have pumps, which eh. no strategic importance of why the castle was placed where it's placed. Like it's in, th- it's thirty miles north of Prague, right? So it at the time was not near any trading routes. Yeah, it is it in the middle the of dense forests, surrounded by swamps. No reason to be there. Like it just is not of important interest to anybody. It's on a steep, like like I said, it's on a steep cliff. Yeah, no reason for it to be, be on a cliff side, right? Okay. Dense forest, swamps. So there's also no defensive features about this castle. Okay. So it wasn't even built for war. Something that I noted, because you look at this castle and I kind of had a weird feel. Like you look at it and you're like, there's something wrong mm-hmm. with how, the, like, yeah. with this castle. Loaf Castle looks a little strange. <laughs> So, I found out what it is. Most of the windows are fake. What? Yeah. So, they aren't, they're there, right? Like, there's yeah. glass on the side of the brick. Yeah. And that's just it. So, so like, you can't see in or out of the window. It's just, it's... Some of the windows are real. Okay. Most of them are fake. Because I, because I read that. I was like, no way. And I so I pulled up a picture. And if you look hard enough and you find a good enough picture, it's just glass pane. A fake window just on the side of the brick. 
That's wild. It doesn't make sense. This castle does not make sense. It was also designed with no kitchen and for no occupants to stay. Okay, so it... What? There is no reason for the structure to exist. Yeah, like, literally, it just sounds like a, a structure to just sit there. Like, just, oh, here's my wealth and power. Let me show you the things. So... Like- so do you want to hear like the, the spooky reason why it's there? Of course I want to hear the spooky reason. <laughs> so I keep mentioning that it's built on a cliffside, on a yeah. limestone cliffside. Okay. Yeah. Dating back to the 5th and the 6th century, yeah. as far back as that, okay, by the uh, the Celtic Celtic tribes that were currently there in the, in the 6th century, yeah. the Slavic people moved in and inhabited the area. Um, a fellow historian, he was a, a clerical kind of guy. He wrote mm-hmm. a history of the Czech lands in 1541 and he noted that these people from the 5th and the 6th century, um, these tribes and these nomads, also talked about this particular feature in this cliff Okay, before this castle was built. There is a gigantic crack in this limestone Okay, that this castle is built literally on top of. That seems kind of dangerous. It is... Well, I mean, it was obviously, like, structurally fortified before it was built over the crack. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. That makes me feel a little better. So, before the castle was built, there is notably in history a giant crack that nobody liked. Nobody liked this crack. Okay. And throughout the 5th, 6th, and up until now, mm-hmm. the stories have stayed consistent of what people have seen around this crack. So, it's just been coined gateway to hell, right? Because okay. of the different things that people have seen. So folklore has said, so written in this History of the Checklands book, basically these people hated this crack. They right. constantly tried to avoid it. They never went with it because they would see mm-hmm. ghastly creatures either flying out of it or crawling out of it. Okay. So. I, I, you, <laughs> uh, oh God. Yeah. So um, I've just, the last like two minutes, every time you say crack, all I can think is it's Satan's butthole. <laughs> And uh, the All right, monsters so we're gonna call it out. hole. I swear to. <laughs> I mean, I'm it, trying it, to create it, an ambiance. I love it. Creepiness, and you just shattered it with Satan's butt crack. I mean, not necessarily. I think it makes it scarier, actually, because any sort of monster that comes out, like they're crawling out straight from hell, is all I'm thinking. Like it legitimately scares me. I'm just. Are you trying to normalize it in your head? I have to. Okay. Yeah, okay. I have to right. normalize it, or it just it, it gets me. Okay, so, so. Ba- basically, creatures of like all different kinds, like <sighs> like frog head, like half like horse, just people being dragged into it. So these people don't obviously like it. Right. Like, it's people avoid it. Yeah. Go around it. Don't go near it at night. You're gonna get dragged in. Uh, creatures will fly out of it, and yeah. they just hear ungastly noises coming from this area. They actually tried to fill it okay. with rocks. So, like, just start yeeting in some rocks, right? It's so deep, no effect on it. Just, they would just throw rocks into it. That's even worse. Yes, it's just, it's so deep, and just nothing's down there. They can't fill it, obviously. I hate that. Yes. I hate that so much. So... So, okay, so that that happened, right. During the construction of the castle, so now we're going to fast forward to yeah. back to the 13th century. Uh, it, this is still happening. There's still, you know, everyone hates it, you know, 500 years later. So at the time of the construction of the castle, okay. they decided, let's lower prisoners down the into fuck? the... <laughs> let's lower prisoners down into the hole, because that's a great idea, right? Because there's so much mystery surrounding this hole in the ground. Well, I mean... Not a crack. Thinking, well, well, it does make it better. So think, <laughs> thinking about like the 13th century and like what you would do to try and figure out how deep the hole is, what's Prisoners. down there. Like it makes sense because those are people who have done something 
Well, it was prisoners bad. on death row. Yeah. Okay. So See, that's even better. Yes. Like, so it was it not was that it's like good. Any but. better? Yeah. Here we are. Nah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of regretting that. But <laughs> yeah, like so yeah. local prisoners mm. from a local prison that were on death row were to be given a pardon. Uh-huh. If they agreed to be lowered into the hole and report back what they saw. I mean, hell yeah, I'd do that. Which, it's I scary. hope they were given a torch at least, because it's pitch black. I don't know if you've been how, in a how cave. How are you going to see anything if you can't see anything? You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. That you said. So oh that wasn't mentioned. I just thought of that now, because I've been in a cave with no sunlight. You can't see. Yeah, that, that is. You that can't is see the hand in front of your face. The darkest darkness you will ever see. If any of you have never been to a cave, mm. please, for the love of God, go. Like, just. No? No, no. Seriously, <laughs> like, go to a cave and, like, they do tours all the time and then they turn all their lights off and they're like, this is how dark and spooky it is in the cave. Which is legitimately the darkest darkness you will ever see in your life. Like, it is. Mm. What is what is Spongebob's? Oh, you never watched Spongebob as a no, kid. No, because I'm 85. It's ultimate. What does he say? This oh, this is advanced darkness. Yes, yeah. Okay, there we go. Advanced darkness. <clears throat> so, so they lowered one in. Ugh. They lowered a prisoner in. Okay. It was it was noted that this mm. prisoner was a young man. Okay. They lowered him in the hole, and after several minutes, so I'm mm-hmm. sure it took you know some time to yeah. 13th century being lowered into a hole would probably oh, yeah. take some time. The prisoner began to scream. Okay. Yeah, that's that's reassuring. <laughs> When they brought him back to the surface, he looked like he had aged 30 years. What the fuck? White, like, white hair. So his hair just instantly turned yeah. white and wrinkles all over his face. He had completely lost his mind and was just losing it so hard. They sent him to the nearest asylum to which he died two days later. Oh, Jesus. That is the story of the Gates of Hell when they lowered someone in there. Yeah. There's no, there's no, I couldn't find any occurrences of they lowered someone else down into there. I can't okay. imagine somebody else volunteering at that oh, point. Oh, God, no. Not after that. Oh, God. People would be just, like, ah, I think I'd rather just die. Okay, thanks. Just die mean, peacefully and not whatever the hell that guy just saw. Yeah, because, I mean, you're going to die anyway, it sounds like. Mm. So, oh, after that point, uh, stone slabs... Mm-hmm. plates, whatever they were, you can't see them today, were placed over that crack. And then okay. once that was placed over it, yeah. then the construction of the castle started. So, okay. so it was not, you can't access it. You can't uh-huh. access it. So you, right. there's no like trap door in the castle to, to see this crack. The slabs were laid down in place of the foundation and then the castle went up on top of it. Okay. So the castle sits on top of the crack, but most specifically, more specifically, uh-huh. the chapel that was a part of the castle. Oh sits over that makes sense the crack so basically the folklore of this castle is that this bohemian ruler built this castle to stop the demons yeah coming out of satan's butt crack right which i mean makes sense you put a church over a butt crack and <laughs> you're gonna be fine oh goodness gracious no thank you so that's that's a hard no for me buddy <clears throat> super super hard no so chapel was placed over and so of course the chapel was decked out yeah oh yeah right. like all sorts of crosses frescoes actually Ooh. so frescoes of archangel right michael michael yeah no there you go i knew you would know who it was because i didn't um <laughs> so there's a couple of notable frescoes that were painted in um you can google these so yeah some frescoes in the chapel so you can google what they look like there is one there's two notable ones where michael is fighting what looks like a demon or a dragon Okay. But it's obviously like a demon, yeah. but it just looks like a... Both know, one and the same. One and the same. With Renaissance paintings, yeah. Yeah, just weep, weep, stabbing that dragon. I think when Get I looked him. at it, it, was he was stabbing the dragon or the demon, like, straight down into it. Mm-hmm. And then in another fresco, it's him holding a sword. Yeah. 
I mean, he has Michael's. Swords? Yeah, Michael's the one that had like wields the sword. Okay, okay. And, so he's holding yeah. a sword in one hand, and then in the in in the other hand, he is holding a scale that does the judgment. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So th- those are two frescoes, and the uh, the, the crucifixion. Cruci- crucifixion. Thank you. I'm so you're, sorry. No, you're good. Dog. Oh gosh, you fine. I, I'm here for I, bro. I have dyslexia, so that's also yeah. doesn't help. And so. And St. Christopher are at other frescoes. So there's a couple of other ones, but those yeah. were the the one of Michael yeah. definitely were the most notable one. Yeah. But there's there's one more. Okay. There's one more fresco that does not make sense. Okay. Please tell me. It is quite unique. In form. It's a fresco of a half woman and half of a horse. Some people say it looks like a horse. Okay. And then some people says it looks like a lion where the woman is coming out of the head of a lion it's not okay uh, it's not like it's 13th century paintings like right. realism was not there yet right right yeah so it depending on who you ask it's definitely half woman half animal right half creature Some sort of a chimera will. thing yes so which is weird because that is pagan yes very well i mean with the the yeah very yeah. not pagan um it's a grecian it's very not christiany Yes. There was a specific... Well, I mean, yeah, with the... I think around that time... Was correct, Pagan around me if I'm... Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, someone, but um, around that time is when the the Christians adopted the Pagan calendar to kind of put them together so that we had holidays that lined up with the Pagan feast days. Oh. So it would make sense that they were trying to incorporate other things Pagans. from the Pagan traditions, which is just anything that's not Christianity as a whole, um, put them together to get the pagans in the christian camp and pull them together mm-hmm. so yeah that makes more sense okay yeah. so i know that centaur because i i found it here in my notes it's mm-hmm. centaur is pagan so like half mm. human half so okay yeah. so pagans around at the time yes i didn't i wanted to verify it. i knew that you might have some yeah inclination about that but more weirdly enough about this fresco is I mean, that it's pretty weird already it's half woman which uh-huh. is interesting yeah she is wielding a bow okay left-handed Ooh. What? Left Paul to Satan, um, which is hilarious because I'm also left-handed. So every right. time it's like, oh, left-handed Satan. And I'm like, ha, ha, no, ha, ha, it's ha. just. It's just left-handed, bitch. <laughs> it's just left-handed. Like, you're just born that way. It's fine. So she's, so at the time, mm-hmm. anything left-handed is a sign of Satan. Right. So she's wielding a bow at a human, like at what is not half human, half creature. So it is okay. a full-blown human being. So people have come in to look at this fresco and analyze it. It is the only fresco of its kind uh-huh. painted during that time period. There is nothing else like it worldwide what the at the 13th century. So does anybody have any like idea who painted it? No. Or is it is it just, just Oh. No. There's there's like you know obviously 13th century. Right. I mean all those guys are dead. Dead. But, yeah. No. So I'm not going to ask. Or ladies, I don't know. It could have been a lady. I, we're not. I, I or, idea. or it could have been gender neutral pals. That is also That's true. That's also true. So no idea just it's there. Wild. And it's the only one of its kind. Like, there's nothing else like it in this world. Okay, that one kind of spooks me a little more than anything else because yeah, it's, and it's in the again, those empirical facts. Yes. Wild. Yes. Okay. So, that's, that's, as a, so, building the castle, yeah. that's, that was what's in place in the castle. This poor castle. <laughs> oh, no. This poor, useless love castle. Like I said, went through time periods of abandonment yeah. and then reconstruction. As there, most do. there was not good people that stayed in this castle. So obviously, if it went abandoned and you came across an abandoned castle, you're just like dibs. That's, <laughs> That's mine. For me. That's for me. So a couple of not so good people, yeah, that came to this castle. 
The first one that was, I found, I found three not good people. Okay. One of them was the Nazis. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, I mean that, that actually makes so much sense to me. And I'll tell you when we get to the, the Nazi place. I learned a lot about the Nazis and like yeah. some of their stuff and I did not know it was a thing. So we're going to have to delve into that. Oh, in yeah. Like another yeah. episode. We may. Absolutely. Yes. Conspiracy theory so, one day. Ugh, there's so many. I know. I know you love it. So, <laughs> so the 17th century, uh, Swedish rogue commander. Mm. Swedish rogue commander, yeah. Oronto and his mercenaries yeah. stayed into this castle. I guess a lot of people know still mm-hmm. about that gateway to hell. Right. I imagine it's something that people just mention and talk about just like any of your other like spooky things that are around your home areas. Right. So, I mean, if there was a giant hole, hole. to hell. To hell. Yeah. Um, that is coined Gateway to Hell, and it's right. been around since the 5th century. It's in, you know, in the Czech area is kind of smallish in comparison, yeah. so I'm sure the rumors of that are just, it's a constant folk war, like, yeah. whatever. So this rogue showed up with his mercenaries, occupied the castle. Mm-hmm. He was a black alchemist and a okay. black magician. So when okay. I say black, I mean not good. So yeah. like a white yeah. and a black. So yeah. black's not good. Um, right, the darker stuff. The dark, eternal life. Yeah, it's not not the good things you're not supposed yeah. to be doing. Not 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 eternal life. When like Christians talk about eternal life, eternal life is in I will physically live on this plane forever and probably be <clears throat> gross. That's yeah. how that always works out. Necromancy. So uh, so uh, with saying that, he was actually trying to find the elixir of eternal life right. at this place. Yeah. So you can imagine with you know black magic going on, mm-hmm. all these negative this negative forces negative energy coming in it doesn't doesn't add to the atmosphere of the gateway to hell right so the mercenaries terrorize the locals in that area right i bet those poor freaking people can't ever catch a break no so it's (laughs) if it's not you know the demons flying out of the hole out of the crack it's you know now the mercenaries occupying this castle that's on top of this gateway to hell the Swedish rogue commander was uh-huh. killed by the locals. So they were just like, oh. we're done with this. Oh. A couple of hunters snuck in and nice. killed him through his window as he was, Revolt. you know, doing all this research. So Rise up. Get him. Done with that. So that's that was there. So that's okay. the first person that was notable. This, not necessarily a bad occupant, but somebody who d- who actually wrote his mm. experiences down oh. and made, and kind of published it in such yeah. a way. Um, it was a poet. I'm going to butcher this. Carl Heineck. Okay. Maka. Okay. We're, we're going to go with that. In 1836. Okay. Stayed at this castle. He was doing a tour of the area. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know why, but I just mean, doing a tour. Lands. I don't pretty, know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've heard it's pretty over in Europe. Yeah. Um, doing a tour of the land and he, after, the, at this time, at this time frame, time point, mm-hmm. in the timeline, time, the castle had been redone. To have occupants stay. So now yeah. there's beds. Now there's a kitchen. So oh, now beautiful. it's actually renovated to actually have people in it and yeah, not be of creepy. Just sit there. Yes. Well, I mean, I imagine it's still pretty fucking creepy. It's still creepy. Oh, God. So this poet stayed there and he had a terrible dream and he wrote about I'm it. I'm not surprised. He wrote about oh, it. Oh, tell me about he that He wrote about dream. it to his friends. So his soul. I already he- don't like it. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> so, so his he he wrote about this dream, and he said in his dream, as he was sleeping, his soul was pulled into the hell that is the gateway to hell. So pulled down into this hole, and then transported into a mechanized future where he met a girl. Okay, I couldn't find this the actual full blown text. Okay, maybe that's just poor, lack of poor research on me, but I could not find it. Okay, it was theorized that he was pulled into the future. Oh, into early. 2000s Prague because in the note 
it mentioned moving pictures in a small casket. Okay. Which anybody would, you know, of this time period would be like, that's a TV. Right. And then he said that in the, the poet in the his message to his friend said that he was walking along stone sandstone cliffs mm-hmm. with eerie yellow lights coming from all different kinds of holes in these cliffs. And, it's, and he said that these were perfectly square okay sandstone cliffs and now this person who is that i found this article this website about this poet mm-hmm. said that and i also googled it and it does make sense the apartment buildings yeah i was thinking either apartment buildings are perfectly or... square in Prague. yeah so and i mean even then windows are perfectly square right so eerie yellow lights would be the yeah. sodium lamps sodium bulbs that we have they right. they're more yellowy than anything so yeah um Oh, I hate it. Yes. So there's also now like this teleportation to the future. Also, we got to talk about time travel. Yes. Time travel too of like certain locations in the world can do that. So, so this person, as he wrote about these details of his dream, it sounded like a futuristic. That's wild. Yeah. Said he was pulled specifically into that crack. Right. In a mechanized future. Yes. Damn. Yeah. So that got real. Yeah. I'm a little, I'm a little spooked. Yeah. So then she. About 100 years after that, so nothing really notable, because, of course, it's hard to maintain history, as in, as we all, I'm sure, are aware. The Nazis, then. Uh, uh, nobody's occupied. ever happy when someone says Nazi. No. Like, nobody's ever like, oh, great, well, we you get to talk about be. that. You shouldn't be Oh, happy. no, if you are, you can just fuck right off. <laughs> but, um, like, if you're legitimately happy when someone says Nazi, just just stop. Just just don't. Nope. Mm-mm. Okay, we'll establish that boundary on our podcast. So, Perfect. So the, 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 <laughs> during the World War II, of course, yeah. the yeah. Nazis occupied this castle because yeah. the lore of the land, yeah. the gateway to hell is here at this and castle. I mean, also with the, the previous history of someone looking for <gasps> the elixir of life. Correct. Yeah. Here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I found out that uh-huh. uh, the Nazis are into the occult. Yes. Did not know yeah, that. Very so I, I knew that the, from my mother watching, you know, Aliens on the History Channel, yeah. that um, the Nazis are definitely into supernatural research. Yeah. I did not know, like, I knew that, but I didn't know right. it was called, like, termed occult. So, yeah, I mean, it's not something that history class teaches you, like, at all. No, no, like, one, they, no one likes they to talk just, about the yeah. paranormal. No, and they just skim over Woo-woo. a lot of stuff. True. So. There's a lot, right. there's a lot they did. So, yeah. um, did, did, um, Experiments with interdimensional portals, mm-hmm. like like this poet being transported into the future, yeah. and strange physics tests. Okay. And again, it because of this castle not having any strategic real reason to exist, yeah. it can – that assumption can be made that the Nazis were there because – there's 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 no yeah. purpose to capturing that castle. Yeah, so I mean it, it would give them a, an advantage if nobody would want to go after that castle if they were going to put research there. Right, why like, yeah. why are you in that castle? Yeah. It's we all know gates of hell. Like, yeah. We know what you're doing up there. Yeah, nobody's like, nobody's going to care though. Right. And also like and if you also look it up on a map, it's yeah. also in the middle of nowhere. 30, like even like you 30 said 30 miles from Prague? Yes. Yeah. So I mean, like yeah. an hour car ride. So they're up there um they are doing their research. There's a bunch of other stuff that I did not particularly like reading that uh, went on yeah. there. Blech. So Nazis were there, but of course during the the fall they destroyed mm-hmm. all of their records. So Of course, yeah. Knowing what they were doing, results of the tests, what they found there destroyed gone mm-hmm. we have no idea so that's that's great so gone during the during present day reconstruction mm-hmm. of the castle as they were doing excavation into the courtyard yeah they found i think three okay. three nazi soldiers Ooh. that were executed oh 
on the property. Okay. Don't know why. They just found, they were doing a remodel of the courtyard and found yeah. three bodies. And they did a study Identified on it. Identified them. Identified. I'm, I'm sure they were still wearing some form of identification. Right. And they did a study on it. And it was executioner style death. Wild. Yes. So. Okay. Interesting. So you can't get to the crack, obviously, because yeah. it's underneath. The and foundation, yeah. the reason why that they won't do an excavation because uh, it's you know 2020 just rip it up right yeah but because the nazis were there mm-hmm. they placed landmines oh and of course if nazis don't want anybody else to discover what they found what do you do you place booby traps around it so no yeah. one else can get to it so they because won't that's, yeah that's the most quintessential nazi thing i've ever heard <laughs> yes landmines so landmines and booby traps so they no they won't do any yeah. excavation of just fear of hitting a landmine and losing the entire castle as a whole oh yeah no i un- completely understand that creepy sense. good not not fun stuff so you can't see the crack it's under completely underneath so with all that going on mm-hmm. and all of its history right it's haunted oh god it's yeah. real haunted jesus christ no so one of those things you told me would like haunt <laughs> the fuck out of something like not all of them yeah so even even to this day there are still reports of god awful things flying around just even mm-hmm. though there's supposed to be the structure on top of the hole right people are still seeing like even ufos yeah. flying around uh black wing winged figures uh yeah. half human half creature stuff still roaming the area right yeah um of course your stereotypical voices yeah when you go into the castle you hear people talking and some reports say that it's very vivid Mm-hmm. Like you can hear without audio equipment, like doing mm-hmm. a, like a, a recorded audio session. That's got to be hella powerful. It's yeah. So it's damn. It's pretty active. Yeah. Some of the stuff that goes around in this area. So and people can clearly make out what is being said by these ghosts. Like it's like it's almost like people say that it's like the soldiers still talking about like prisoners because damn. while the Nazis were there. Yeah. Of course, they had a torture chamber and it's in yeah, the basement of and it's still there and it's called Satan's Office. Of course it is. Yeah, because that makes total sense. I don't, I wanted Jesus. to do more research about why because um, in, it's either called Devil's or Satan's Office. It's whatever mm-hmm. one you want to use. There's a chair uh-huh. and there's all kinds of Satan paraphernalia. Right. Like faces, occultists, occultist, yeah. I guess. So they yeah. kept all that stuff down there and like there's a throne. Uh-huh. And a bunch of other just straight, like, that's Satan. Like, that's demon stuff. Right. Like, why is that there? So I don't know if they just brought that all in and set it up that way, but it's set up in a particular way. You can Google Satan's office and see, like, a throne. Because I thought it was fake. I thought it was, like, some set-up Pinterest yeah. thing of, like, look at this creepy thing I set up right. and let me just tag it. No, it's what it looks like. It's really odd. and It's real scary. It's dark and it's in, like, you yeah. have to go kind of through a smaller-ish hole, but it was the torture chamber. It's where the right. Nazis stored all of their torture equipment. Yeah. Not fun. So that's that's down there. We're going to come back to that in just a second. So because the hole is underneath the castle, mm-hmm. right, and then the floorboards on top of it, yeah. there's reports of scratching. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that one gave me the goose chills. I don't like that one. I don't know why that one got me so much, but oh, I hate specifically, it. Specifically, mm. specifically in the chapel. Like, oh, you constantly because hear... Because it's fucking on top. Or it's rats. But, I mean, we could just say it's the demons trying to get out of the crack and into this world, which is why the castle was built in the first place is to keep them there. So, uh, like that. people are constantly report scratching. A very popular instance that happens in the castle is people 
and dogs, because mm-hmm. apparently it's a dog-friendly area, and mm-hmm. people can bring their dogs in. I mean, I would bring my fucking dog to keep me safe. That bitch starts barking. <laughs> All right, bye. See you later. So anxiety is a very common thing among people, and it's not like you get you see a creepy castle like, ooh, that's creepy. But a lot of um, a lot of people have noted like they'll get to the chapel or they'll get significantly farther inside of the castle, mm-hmm. and they get more anxious. And it's yeah. like people report, I get to the chapel and that's where i just start freaking out and even the dogs yeah even the mcgees who are managing the property they said they brought their dogs in and they said very uncharacteristically their dogs started to act away yeah of uh, going into particular places they said that the dogs ran over to the torture rooms and started mm-hmm. barking into the torture rooms one woman said that she brought herself and her dog in and her dog was totally fine as soon as they hit the chapel that dog was dragging her out of the entire castle itself not out of the room out of the castle that's crazy so anxiety is definitely a very common thing of just i don't want to be here time to go like time to like we're going well i mean like people have this thing where when something triggers a fear response it's triggered for a reason it's triggered like fight or flight either you're gonna kick the shit out of that or you're gonna run and it just sounds like the deeper in you get, the spookier it is. And your fight or flight is like, let's fucking go. It's like that seventh, that seventh sense, like that real deep yeah. sense of, oh, no, no. Yeah, something is wrong. This is a no-fly zone. Yeah. Especially over, you know, Gaten, uh, Satan's crack. Oh, Jesus. Gateway to hell. I don't like it. Three notable figures. Okay. Seen throughout. Uh, once One scene is only Satan's office, but two okay. of them are seen kind of throughout the castle. Okay. There's always a black silhouette. Oh, that like, makes sense, yeah. Whether it be the same person, same mm-hmm. ghost or not, it's definitely, mm-hmm. you can see the silhouette yeah. usually in different spots of the of the castle. The McGee's, the, uh, the, the gentleman there, he said that he was in a particular part of the castle and it was, it was a room mm-hmm. that is kind of like two stories tall, but it's yeah. completely open. Yeah. And on the second story is a scaffolding that goes from like, one room into this current room I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, like and then ballroom into, yeah. style. And then out of the room. And he said that he felt really creepy and he turned around and there was a black silhouette mm-hmm. standing very clearly up on the scaffolding. Yeah, right? like it was watching him. Yeah. And then he said either it walked out of the room or just kind of faded out of mm-hmm. existence. Uh, other people have said that they've seen it walking around mm-hmm. they've heard it talk. I don't clearly, like that. Yeah. Like just clear as day talking about something. Mm. Talking about prisoners, I think, is the most common, or, like, talking about, like, a work topic of whatever Nazis' work is. So, definitely, Black Silhouette speaking, walking around this castle. Another notable figure that I've seen, that has also been seen by the owner of the castle, is a woman in white. Okay. She just, she doesn't say anything. I I didn't find anything if she speaks or anything notable about her, but she definitely appears, um, there's a kind of a bar-ish area in uh-huh. the castle now and she was seen there she okay. normally is seen there but she's been seen in different parts of the castle okay now with satan's office yeah there's a figure that is only seen down there okay he i say he it's probably he forms near the chair that i was talking about the satan's okay. chair that is very predominantly there in the center of the room yeah it's a it's a dark hooded figure they they coined him as a priest so a dark hooded oh, okay. figure so it's it's you can see it enough to know it's wearing a hood okay. wearing like a robe gown okay. so, thing. so are we talking like like good priest or like bad, bad priest? probably bad i, I mean, mean i assume in so Satan's in the office yeah so that was a dumb question it it forms near the 
chair and then uh-huh. walks up out of the staircase out of mm-hmm. the room and then disappears. Okay. And is only seen walking that area. Yeah. Okay. So that only happens there. They don't... I think some people have said they've heard it talk. Okay. Talking about torture. Yeah. Which... Fun I'm stuff. Par for the course. Yeah. Par for that room, I guess. That's... It's pretty... It's pretty hot. Like, it's a pretty hot area. Yeah. And even even the the owner, again, he said that he was sitting around a table with his buddies mm-hmm. drinking. That's an awful place to drink, by yeah, the way. Right? I... Let's, huh. let's gateway to hell. I'm... Let's crack open a cold one with the boys. Yeah. Crack. <laughs> <laughs> uh... So- <laughs> Dude, I gotta make jokes or I'm just gonna cry. It's it is what it is. It I is. still gotta tell you mine. Oh, so yeah. Okay, we're almost done. Yeah. Um. So he was sitting there drinking, mm-hmm. right? Drinking his beer, cracking up with a cold one with the boys. Yeah. Don't say crack. Cold brewski. Uh, <laughs> and he said that his um beer moved uh-huh. across the table. I don't like that. I've had that happen. Yeah. I I was drinking not a beer. It was a it was a milkshake and it uh-huh. slid across the table. So. Yeah. Eh. So I was like, okay, wh- whatever. Yeah. You know, that happens. Right. Gravity, you know, the, your your chakras are out of line, whatever. Whatever it Whatever is, you yeah. want to say it is. But then he said his beer got picked up. <laughs> nope. And nope. everyone around the table saw it. Yeah, no, I'm out. Because I can excuse, like, oh, no, it slid across the table. Is Buddy, how Con- many of those you have? Condensation. Like, yeah. it's a castle built on top right. of a gateway to hell. Like, it's probably off by yeah. enough degree to make it slide. But it's he got fine. picked up. No, I don't like that. No. And mm-hmm. he said that he grabbed it and put it back down. I would not have fucking touched it. I would have been like, put that shit down. What's wrong with you? That is mine. Completely. I Don't fucking touch the ghosty hand, don't. boy. Yeah. You you, you touch the ectoplasm. Um, mm. So objects have been seen to move around. So like, yeah. you come in and things are not in their place. Right. Know, tall tale sign of a ghost. Yeah. And just completely, you know, in past the paranormal, we got the occult stuff. We got the right. elixir of life, the UFOs to yeah. like... Uh, time travel teleportation yeah. i mean this this place seems to have like everything yeah it's a little it's a little little heavy it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a little, little little much. this is my favorite it's my favorite place that this I, is crazy i want to go here like of all, all right. the places that are haunted this is the one place that i'm like i would go here okay i've always just like oh it's the flying demons coming out of the out of the crack in the ground i don't know about that because i wonder also like that poses the question to me is like how many cryptid stories are in that area like how many like how, folklore yeah like how how many folklore stuff to do with cryptids came out of that area yeah like i'm curious because like there's like the chupacabra and like other stuff like that of course the that's, half human half yeah. yeah so i don't know well, you can also always like look through different parts of the world right. and see like okay the chupacabra is in like uh southern united states mm-hmm. central america but yeah. you can also see like similar esh creatures yeah throughout the world so yeah Definitely stuff stems from certain places. And right. What's come from there? Yeah. That, see, flying, that's what I'm wondering. Flying demons. Yeah. The demons. I, I don't like that. No. So it's definitely hot and heavy. Uh, one thing I was curious about is, you know, I, we're fans of the ley lines. Right? Oh, so, hell yeah. The magnetic forces of the earth and monuments, mm-hmm. larger, um, like wonders of the world. Yes. Like um, those things like the pyramids. The pyramids. The pyramids of Giza. Mm-hmm. And then what's the one in England? I'm drawing a blank. Stonehenge. Stonehenge, thank you. Mm-hmm. So I actually was like, okay, wait a minute. This is between Giza and Stonehenge. I'm mm-hmm. like, it is not on a ley line. Okay. So I was just curious and I just kind of want to explore that. It is not on a ley line. Yeah. Bowsers. Yeah. It's hot. That's wild. It's, That's it's, it's always interesting because here in the States, we've only been around going on almost 300 years right, now yeah. we're baby nation so there's not a lot of history of ghosts mm-hmm. but when you have a place that's 
dating back to the fifth century to yeah. the Celtics. You gotta you gotta wonder. Oh, like for sure. when the story is staying that consistent over that many centuries. Yeah. Yeesh. That's bananas. Is indeed. I'm gonna be thinking about that place for a long time. Jesus. But you wanna know what I wanna think about? What? Your place. Oh. Tell me your place. Because okay. I have absolutely I know absolutely nothing about I don't even know what your okay. topic is. Perfect. Perfect. It's it's not as uh intense or honestly that spooky, like as what you told me. There's a good amount of history and a good amount of like just information, but there's not that many like spooky ghost stories, which is kind of sad. Mm-hmm. But here we are. So it's okay, lay it on me. Yeah. So the place I decided to go with was the for the first episode is Winchester Mystery House in San Jose, California. So, of course you picked that. You're damn fucking right I picked that. <laughs> so um of course like you know the Winchester Mystery House is a big ass house, right? Like I I know I mean, we just lay the groundwork yeah, for you. Yeah. I know absolutely nothing about this place. Perfect. Yeah, the, like, you saying the name of it, this uh-huh. is the first time I've heard of this. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Great. Perfect. All right. So, let's start with the the history of... The, the house is actually named after the woman who built it, which is Sarah Winchester. Okay. Um, so, Sarah was... She was born in the 1800s. So, quite, quite a while ago. So, so the um, house... Was built Mm-mm, not yet. Oh. We're starting with Sarah's history first. Oh, okay. So, so. it's around this woman. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. okay, okay. Yep. Go ahead. So uh, Sarah herself, uh, she was born into uh, a wealthy family, as was normal for the time. She was a very intelligent woman, which was kind of surprising. She learned not um, time. Yeah, at least it wasn't encouraged. True. So. She learned four different languages. She was proficient in science, math, uh, music composition. Girl, like I get it. 10 out of 10, right? So, of course, with the Western expansion during that time period, everyone was looking for, you know, from the colonies, everybody wanted to move out West. Also the gold um, rush. Yes. Okay. So people were looking for a more trusty, more uh, brutal rifle. She ended up meeting uh, this gentleman named William. And her maiden name was Perdee. So Sarah Perdee married William Winchester. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Is this mm-hmm. the Winchester Yeah, like gun- the Winchester. The Winchester gun family. Correct. I didn't want to be dumb and ask that question. No, you're fine. Yeah, that's who it so, is. So this is who... Yep. Okay. 100%. Oh, great. So, Go ahead. Yeah, you are, you are on par. So uh, William's father was Oliver Winchester, who in um, 1873 created the Winchester repeating rifle. So that is the, the rifle that is known to quote-unquote win the west so it was what allowed people to slaughter a mass amount of people move out west kill indians get them out of their way right oh no yeah so yikes okay big yikes (laughs) the biggest yikes so just between 1873 and 1916 they sold over 700,000 rifles there were that many people back then Yes. yes Wait, there no, were. I, got, I gotta remember that people buy more than one gun. That, that's a thing. I mean, that yeah, I have that to, too. Yeah, that as well. Oliver was planning on uh, giving the Winchester Arms Company over to his son, William. Uh, completely normal thing. So they got married. Let's see. Lost my place in my notes. Oh, come on. Because that's how it goes. Uh. Uh, so Sarah and William uh, got married. They ended up having a daughter in 1866 and named her Annie, which is just precious. Um, unfortunately, the baby had an illness to where it couldn't digest calories. It couldn't digest food. (gasps) So it ended up dying six weeks later. No. Yes. I hate that. That's so sad. That breaks my heart. Very soon after that, she lost her father-in-law, Oliver. And then 15 years later in 1881, William died from tuberculosis. And he'd had a a long 
battle with tuberculosis. But at that time, unfortunately, it I was about to say that time you're done. Yeah, you like get you get it. it it's it's a slow slow decline until death. So at the time of his death in 1881, uh, Sarah inherited 50% stake in the company Ooh. and was worth approximately 20 million dollars at that time. So that's I did the math. Well, yes, I'll five, <laughs> tell me 505 million dollars today, and that was upfront. Five hundred. Five yes, million dollars in one lump sum. That's half bill. And then she had an upfront daily payout of $1,000 a day at that time, which is $26,000 a day today. So she would just make in 26 grand a day. Can she she be my sugar mama? No, she's dead. Okay, go ahead. I mean, like, if she wasn't dead, maybe. Um, <laughs> so following that death of William, her husband, she actually funded the Winchester Chest Clinic at New Harvin Yale Hospital and moved to California to start a new life. So, oh, chest clinic as in tuberculosis. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was like, um, chest like a like an opening chest, but okay. Got well, it. Well, I mean, both are true. Both are both are the right Puh. thing. You're no. Thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. Um, but she, it's it's assumed that she did that out of a number one missing her husband, mm-hmm. and then number two to maybe try and make up for the mass loss of life over the blood money she just got. So. Yeah. 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 So that chest clinic is actually still functional today and still is here. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it still exists. Okay. So in 1886, excuse me, she moved from where she was living in, I believe, Connecticut to to California in San Jose, bought 40 acres of land uh, that included this little quaint eight-room cottage. Okay, because I was about to say, because mm-hmm. I know a bunch of gun factories are in Connecticut. And I was like, there's no way that yeah. Winchester started in it San did. Jose, yes. California. Well, so no. I was like, it has to be in Connecticut because yeah. I'm from there. And that's a weird, odd fact that I know about Connecticut is the gun factories. Mm-hmm. How long? How long did it take for her to get from Connecticut Connecticut to California, San Jose? I have no idea. Her husband died in 81 and she moved in 86. So Six years. <laughs> I have her. no idea. That's five years. Or five years to get. I'm sure it took. Oh, so long. Months. I mean, even with all of the money that she had, like... Still months. Yeah. So now we move into a little bit of folklore. Uh, Nobody knows for sure, but it's said that before she left Connecticut, she reached out to... Because this was during uh, the spiritualist movement where, you know, you would go to a psychic or you would go to somebody to connect you with your uh, deceased relatives. So this was a common practice at the time. In California? In Connecticut. Oh, like that's because that's common in California to still do. Still, but, okay. yeah. But uh, just all across everywhere, like Europe, here, wherever, okay. during this time was just a spiritualist thing. It was sensationalized. So she went to she, folklore. She went to a, uh, a spiritualist and then communicated with the apparent spirit of her husband, William. And William told her that the reason that their daughter, Annie, died was because of all of the blood money from the rifles. I thought you were going to say the demons. And I was like, no, please. <laughs> no, not yet. Okay. So, oh, not, so, oh, that's, not oh, yet. Thanks. Yes. Okay. Uh, so because of the blood money and the people that were killed, their daughter died. The same thing for why he died was a vengeful spirit that caused him to get tuberculosis and caused him to die. So through the medium, William warned her that the vengeful spirits would continue to seek her out. Every direct member of the family would be sought out, and she was the last remaining direct person. They would be sought out until every single one of them were dead. So Sarah had to, quote, build a home for herself and for the spirits who have fallen from this terrible weapon. 
So. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. Is this the house where she, like, constantly had to yes. keep building till she died? Yes, it is. Dope. Yes. Keep talking. So, she had to build this, like, big grand place. So, she actually, here's where it is. She lived in New Haven, Connecticut, mm-hmm. and moved from there to San Jose. So, with the construction of that house, like, building it, William told her that she had to build it 24 hours a day, seven days a week, could never stop, or the ghost would kill her. So, if construction stopped at all, she would die. So, Oh, God. That, that being, sucks. Yeah. That being the case, the building never, ever stopped. Not until after she died. So, 24 hours a day for the 38 years that she lived there, building never stopped. There was uh, never an architect or a master builder on site. It was just a bunch of dudes building stuff. And, like, she would dictate sometimes, like, where she wanted things to be or, like, what she wanted. The builders recounted, like, it was the craziest thing because she would have them intentionally build staircases that went up to the ceiling. And there was no door there. Like, just to the ceiling. There would be doors that would open. It would just be a solid wall. There would be... Like, all sorts of stuff that just makes absolutely no sense. Just like, there's spiral the staircases into the ceiling. To keep building. Yep. Damn. And some of those were to confuse the ghosts. I was going to say yeah. that, but I was like, that's that's dumb. Right? That's it sounds smart. like it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, there's even a... This, this one's my favorite part of the whole place, is there's a door that opens outside. Like, just to outside. And there's no stairs down. And it's on the third floor, I think. That's fantastic. So, it's just... You can open it up, walk out... Just fall and fall. Right. Stories. There's there's no like st- like banister. There's nothing protecting you from just walking out. Just the it's just a wall with a door. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Spooky, actually, <laughs> ma'am. Okay. So <laughs> the building's really just haphazard. Uh, so there's rooms with windows facing other interior walls. Um, I hate and like windows. That. I hate that so much. I, because, oh god. Oh gosh. It's kind of like what you were talking about with Huska Castle. Like there's windows, but there's just a wall behind the window. But in this one, there's a wall on the window. Correct. Okay. Yes. And vice versa. <laughs> okay. So there's staircases that go no, uh, nowhere, doors that open into solid walls. So by the year 1900, the house was seven stories tall. Holy jeez. <laughs> with 161 rooms, 47 fireplaces, 10,000 panes of glass, two basements, and three elevators. No. No. Okay. All that. <laughs> all that. Fine. Fine. Okay. How do you get two basements? I, I don't know. Like, are there two sub floor, like sub floor one, sub floor two? Like, how do you get two? Like, I don't know. Like, what I what I imagine. We in gotta my go head, get in the car. Yeah, please. <laughs> I've been trying. So, what I imagine when I think about it is probably because this this complex is so huge that there was probably one basement dug and then on the other side away, of the building. Yeah, there's okay. another basement. Okay, that's what I'm assuming, but I don't know. It could be multiple floors to the basement. I have no idea. Okay. But here that, we are. That was just my hang-up. Oh, no. That's that's a legitimate hang-up to have. That's a lot. Yeah. So, okay. So... And that, that was just from when she purchased the property in 1886 to 1900. 86. So, yeah. That's... 86 to 1900. That's what? 12? 14 years? 14 years. 14 years. Oh, that's not... That's not too long. mm No. But that's still a hell that's, of a lot of building. When it was eight rooms when she started, and now there's 161 that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of rooms. That's a fuck ton. That's like, that's not even a house anymore. No. That's like it's like an administrative building. Correct. That Damn. It has stairways to nowhere, you know. 
It is what it is. Okay. So, okay. In 1904, unfortunately, there was an earthquake that didn't completely destroy the house. Okay. Uh, but required... You're, you're the, in California. <laughs> right. There's an earthquake. So seven stories is kind of stupid, right? <laughs> so the top three floors had to be removed from the house for safety because otherwise it, it would have just continued to go up and then there would have been another earthquake and it would have just crumbled. Okay. So it's four stories today. Okay. So within the house, Sarah also built 13 bathrooms. But only one of them was functional. That's distri- distri- disproportionate. That's Correct. disproportionate. When you have like 100, what, 160 rooms mm-hmm. and 13 bathrooms mm-hmm. and then only one works. Mm-hmm. That's gross. Yeah. Isn't it's, that awful? Yeah. Because, I mean, what if one of the workers has to go pee when she has to go pee? Because she has 24-hour day workers in there building stuff. So like, Well, they can go outside. I mean, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> I wouldn't want to go pee in Sarah's house. I don't know. That's that's just crazy <laughs> to me. Like, ooh. I and wonder, like, what, like, like how that conversation would go down, right? Like, you're Sarah, you know, and you have this, you know, prophecy in your head that you got to keep this house being built, right? Yeah. How do you, how do you stare someone in the face and mm-hmm. say, yeah, you see, you see this spot right here, right? Mm-hmm. You see it? Yeah. I want you to build a staircase. Yeah. Floor to ceiling. Yeah. And then the guy goes, okay, so you want us to, like, knock out? No. No, floor to ceiling. Floor to, floor to ceiling, I want a staircase. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. So you, so you want, like... To go up to the next floor. No. Staircase. Floor to ceiling. How did I, like, how would those conversations go down explaining <laughs> the madness th- of the, th- the bullshit being built in the, like, I want, how many fireplaces? Like, 47. I, I don't like that fireplace over there. I want you to put it over there. Okay. Do you want us to I take want- down this fireplace? No, no. Just put, put another fireplace right here. So, like, even with that, like, she has the, the craziest thing where, like, she has a hall of fireplaces. So, like, it's it's literally just one big-ass ballroom with, like, a lot of fireplaces in it. So, I think the way that she would probably, in my in my mind's eye, get around stuff like that is she would start to have the conversation and be like, hey, I need you to build me 17 fireplaces, space them 15 feet apart, prospectively. Go. And they would say, excuse me? Wh- why? And she would go, I don't pay you to ask questions. Here's a $50 bonus. Which, I mean, is the equivalent, you know, a lot of money. Yeah. So, I mean, to be fair, like, even if she was crazy, I would probably do it because... Just, like, just... Yeah, because... Here's a hundy. $26,000 a day, prospectively. Oh, yeah, let me slip you a hundy. Huh. Right. That's so much. Like, I I wipe my tears with $100 bills. Right, yeah. See, it's okay. So, um, but no, she, she, she had very, like, opinionated how she wanted things done so she was very inspired by like renaissance art and like gothic styles so there are a lot of those things in the house and there no expense was spared like things were top of the line however she wanted it that's how it got done okay as long as that staircase from floor to ceiling was fancy i'm okay right yeah made out of beautiful oak wood like Mm. mm. so oh geez but on the perspective of she has so many different rooms and only one functional bathroom, uh, she would sleep in a different bedroom every single night. Ooh, confuse those ghosties. Yes. So she would just bounce around different bedrooms. I don't know if she had, like, favorites or what, but, like, different bedroom every night. She also had specially built secret passageways to get from one room to another so no spirit could follow her and she would be able to confuse them to get around. Right? This girl was smart. Yeah, she she had a lot of time to think about this. Another one of the, like, craziest things, which kind of goes back to the the spiritualist aspect, Mm -hmm. um, she had a seance room built in this house. Girl. Where she could communicate with the ghosts, the good ghosts, quote, good ghosts, Mm. who would tell her how 
to build or could could help inform how to build the house to keep the bad ghosts from being able to find her and to keep the good ghosts happy so that they would stay around to help her. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's, that's sweet. That's nice. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's all right. (laughs) (laughs) So in, unfortunately, in 1922, Sarah died from a heart attack, died in her sleep. Um, As soon as the workers learned that she died, they just stopped what they were doing. Immediate put the hammers down, nails still like hanging out halfway, weren't even put in all the way, and then they left. Whoa. Yeah. Like as soon as she was dead, they were like, all right, there's no reason to keep building. Bye. And just left. So at her death in 1922, the house took up six full acres of land. It had 160 rooms at the, its final completion, 2,000 doors, 10,000 windows, 47 stairways, 47 fireplaces, 13 bathrooms, which only the one was functional, six kitchens, six. She had spent over $5.5 million building this house continuously for the past 38 years, which is over $80 million today. Wait, wait, I have a question. I have an answer. What was the 14 years? The 14 years? Yeah, that we were talking about. You said in 1900. Uh, uh, how long it took her to build it up the first time before the earthquake? Oh, mm-hmm. okay, okay, yeah. okay. That's yeah. the earthquake mm-hmm. um, bookmarker. Yes. Okay, yeah. Okay. The earthquake dropped the house down from seven stories to four. And it's still four, just for structural integrity. Okay, I got confused. Okay, oh, no, so in 1922 fine. is when she actually died. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So now that you know all of the history of the property, we can get into a couple of the hauntings, which there's only a few, which really disappointed me because something that, you know, I expected to be so crazy. Yeah, but it's crazy. What it went into. That this woman, you know, fled across the mm-hmm. country to get away from a ghost. Yeah. That supposedly killed her precious daughter and husband. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Like, like having that much faith and belief is just creepy, like, yeah. good. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Like, what did the spiritualist have to say to her to convince her that it was William talking to her? Yeah. Or was it really William talking to her? Really, really? I don't know. I don't I'm know. not a spiritualist. I have no idea. So, a couple of the things that people experience when they're in the house is just they're... You know, of course, it's it's open to the public. There's ghost tours or there's tours around the house and stuff just happens to happen on the tours. More often than not, people will feel like gentle hands touching them or like their clothes getting tugged on a little bit. I don't like that. Or their hair getting brushed out of their face, ooh, stuff t- like that. Ooh, don't touch me. <laughs> right, right. So those are things uh, people will hear consistently. Footsteps with no source. Like, there's no one else in that area of the house and they hear footsteps. Some people believe that this is one of the maids that Sarah hired to help her later on in life after she got so old that it was hard to get around and, gotcha. you know, through her crazy maze. Um, <laughs> so, so there's it's that. It's not a house. It's a maze at this point. Oh, God, yeah. Big maze. So this is a haunting that I actually got from the WinchesterMysteryHouse.com. It's one of their, like, more well-known ones. Mm-hmm. So Clyde is the gentleman's name. He existed. He was actually a worker that worked on the house. Okay, I thought they um, just named the ghost Clyde. I was like, can we not? I mean, maybe. I, I'm assuming it's a documented person because uh, they have a picture of him oh, okay. um, as like a dude that worked on the house. So guests will see a man with a big mustache that's in like a white worker's uniform pushing around a wheelbarrow outside or like working on the fireplace in the ballroom in the fireplace room. And then guests are like, oh, wow, I really like the actor who is like repairing, quote unquote, the ballroom fireplaces with like the white overalls and like the boater hat thing. And the management is like, we don't have an actor. We didn't hire anybody. That's Clyde the ghost. And then they show him a picture from like taken from the time frame. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's that guy. It's that one. 
And they're like, yep, that's Clyde. He's a ghost. You know what really freaks me out hmm? about, like, ghosts? What? You have, like, levels of ghosts. Yes. You have, like, you you kind of thought you saw something. Maybe you trip mm-hmm. in. Like, there's old ghosts that you, like, catch yeah. on camera. You never saw it. Right. Then you have, like, silhouettes yeah. and mists. And then you have, like, a figure you think was a woman or you right. think what like you kind of like you could see something and then you have like oh i like that actor right <laughs> can we not know i like pushing a wheelbarrow yeah. and then like full of mulch with his little like trowel like like appearing in different yeah. spaces actually do like yeah no Isn't that wild no i hate like i hate that i was like oh yeah we saw this ghost and like here's the description no, it's, it's too real. Let's dial it down. I like I like silhouettes. I like mists. Let's right. keep it not that real and that not see through. Yeah, yeah, no, because he straight up like people think he is a solid person. Person. Mm. So that that is the thing that I think is bananas, and I, that one's one of my favorites. Another one of my favorites, which also involves a workman, but a real life workman. Okay. Not that ghosts aren't real life, but like you know what I mean. So flesh, flesh and blood were a person who is alive currently. Yes, okay, currently alive. Okay, this workman was hired to do some sort of repair. So he was up on a ladder and he felt somebody tap his shoulder, and he's on a ladder and he's like, "Okay, on that's a- weird." Oh, yeah. okay, let's say like, yeah, that mm, that doesn't make mm. sense. Yeah, he's like, "That's weird." So he turns around and like nobody's there. Uh, and he's like, okay, that's really strange. Turns back, starts going to work, doing whatever he's doing. And then he feels a full hand press on his back. Mm-hmm. Like, not just like fingertips, like the whole thing. And then he turns around and nobody's there again. And he's like, I'm done. I, and nope, nope. And just leaves. Because he's like, I'm not doing this. I don't know what's happening, but things oh, are not supposed whole, to touch you when you're on a ladder. Whole hand. Whole hand. I think someone came out of that third story door. That's what it was. And someone was just yep. just hanging out the door trying to touch him. That explains it. They yep. were just playing grabby shoulder. Grabby shoulder. <laughs> nope. So still to this day, there are rooms that are being discovered. So there What? Was a, yes. What? Because she would just build over rooms. Like if she didn't like a room anymore, she would just close it off. She'd be like, no, 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 just just wall it up, wall that bitch up. Like I'm done, which is crazy, right? So, so there, I was gonna ask if there's a blueprint, but I guess not. There's not no. because there were no work. There was there was no manager over this. It was just all built on a whim. Okay. So Sarah would have people working all the time doing whatever she'd be like okay she would tell one person i want you to do this she would tell another person i want you to do this like in different sections of the house so it's it's all cattywampus and like crazy in this story in 1906 sarah was trapped in a room that night that the earthquake hit okay so she wasn't able to leave the room until the workers came and pulled her out and like took her out of the room so after that happened she refused to go in there she had it sealed off in the past few years, someone has found it and has reopened it. And all of the original furniture was in it, which is something that didn't happen in any of the other rooms. Because once once Sarah died, her daughter, or not her daughter, but uh, a cousin, I believe, mm-hmm. a family, somebody, somebody in the Our relative. Didn't write it down, relative, was in charge of all of her affairs, went in, took all the furniture and auctioned that shit off. And it was gone. Everything that was in the house was gone. But this room that's sealed off, obviously the furniture did not get touched. Yes. So on one of the first tours in that room after all the furniture and everything had been restored, the tour guide heard a really deep sigh from the hallway. And when she like went out to get the person who was not in the room for the tour, she saw nobody, but she saw like a misty white figure walking away and then another sigh. 
So it's speculated that that was the ghost of Sarah who has found some solace away from people going through her house <laughs> and is like, son of a bitch, you got my room. <sighs> yeah. So, and that's that's the story of the Winchester Mystery House. That's bananas. Yeah. It's a, it's a little less scary and kind of cutesy, but here we are. It's yeah, still, it's, it's, it's interesting to see like how paranormal mm-hmm. can affect people and oh, like, yeah. how far they can go like for some people it's like it's not real and it's like some people it's like this is my life mm-hmm. i'm spending money on it mm-hmm. like 80 million dollars mm. on that house is that is that is that 20, in today's money 2020 mm. 2020 money that's 2020 money mm-hmm. yeah, in 1922 it's 5.5 but that's a lot of money that's a lot of money for anybody to do anything with how is that in san jose if it's taking up six acres of land. I believe it's on the outskirts. I'm not 100% certain. I didn't look at it in, like, relation to everything else. Okay. Because I was, you know, like, in San Jose, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to imagine, like... Where that is, what it is. How? Because... I'll show you pictures. It's it's a beautiful property. Like, it is so pretty, but... Ooh, it's spooky. Ooh, a little spooky. Yeah, it's a little spooky. You see, like, real ghosts. Mm-hmm. So... Nice. Yeah. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. We're going to have to do it again. Uh, soon. Um, next next podcast. Yeah. So if you want to find out more information about, you know, what we're doing or where you can find our podcast, you can definitely venture over to our website at www.hauntheribarelyknowher.com. And if you want to support us, we do have a Patreon up and going. It is patreon.com slash hauntheribarelyknowher. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can tell the theme or podcast name. Yeah. Haunt her, I barely know her. Yeah, it's pretty good. Which I have to give full credit for that zoe came up with that name because i because <laughs> zoe's more creative with stuff like that so. it's just because i spitball things until it just sounds ridiculous and then i'm like oh that was pretty good well you also work at retail huh. so you have to think about other things other than that's true not retail yeah other than not screaming <laughs> so yeah that makes sense so full full credit to zoe for coming up with that name that was awesome because she was like what do you want to i know <laughs> I, I don't know i'm not good at stuff like that so you please <laughs> I'll, I'll fix the website and do the technical stuff. Will you please come up with the creative aspects of it? Got it. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in for our very first episode. Hope to see you for our next one. And until then, stay spooky. My friends. Mm-hmm. Aunt her. I barely know her.